<laughs> okay, Gail, we are live. Great. Hi, hi Gail Ross. Hi. You look so beautiful. Thank you so much for being here tonight. We are live on a live <laughs> on the platform with Women in Mind. And I'm so happy and pleased to have you here with me tonight. Right. Thank so I me. usually start on time because I always say those who come on will hear. Right. So <laughs> before we start, I want to welcome those who will join us live tonight. And I also want to say thank you to those who will listen to the replay. And any questions you may have, feel free to add them. We'll go back through the, the comments and we will certainly um, pay attention to that. Okay? So, Gail, before I start, I'd like to introduce myself. I am Cheryl Diane Suing, and I am an English consultant, international speaker, author, and a trainer. I'm the author of two books, which are available on Amazon, Live Your Style and The Power of You. And um, this platform really supports women to get together and help to uplevel each other. Because I feel that, you know, wherever more than one of us are gathered together in his name, you know, he'll be among us and there'll always be growth because of that. Yeah. So I want to welcome you here tonight. And ladies and ladies, I want to introduce you to Gail. She's my friend. Gail is my virtual friend. We met on a platform last year because of COVID. So you see, good things came out of COVID. Um, you know, I could see the glass half empty or half full. I'm looking at the half full side of it now. We met on a platform on the Epic Women series, which was really an epic. Uh, it was really an epic series. It was really beautiful. And there was a call. And uh, there was a there's a, a call for us to get to know each other. And I said, me 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 me. She answered, <laughs> and a couple other people answered, and we became fast friends. And Gail and I have a commitment to each other. Every single Thursday, we meet and we chat. Every single Thursday. If there's something happening and we have to defer it, we may come later or the day after, but we meet at least once a week and we have a conversation. Yes. If there's something bothering her, she will tell me. If something bothering me, I'll tell her. We have really become sisters. Yes. And, we, and we, we have the same type of faith and we have almost the same types of beliefs. And um, we just really have, you know, it's almost like, like, like a setup, you know, that, that we have become friends and you know, get along so easily and look forward. I look forward to my conversations with her every week, right? So let me tell you about Gail Moss. Let me tell you who she is, a powerhouse. Gail Moss is a best-selling author, inspirational speaker, certified life coach, and spoken word artist. She's known as the poetic evangelist. You got that? It was during her teen years while grieving her mother's passing when she started to write poetry as a means to express her emotions. She discovered inspiration and encouragement in the pages of the Holy Bible. Poetry, therefore, became her ministry using the word of God as her foundation. You can't get better than that. So, Gail, first question of the gate, of the gate Mrs. Moss, talk to me yes. about or us about your journey. Your journey uh, what I, the right thing. Well, as my bio said, I, well, we all learned about poetry, I believe, in elementary school. We all learned about nursery rhymes and writing as part of um, our English language. Um, but, um, and I kept journals of my writings for years. But as my bio says, it was after the passing of my mother 
that I was really going through. And I have siblings and I have relatives, but I felt like I just needed a way to express the grief that I was going through. And it came out through writing. What it started as, as was a hate letter to God. I was very angry and that is a world, uh, a great understatement. I was angry at God for taking my mother. This is my teenage mindset. And I decided to write him a letter to express how I felt. <laughs> oh, wow. so as I'm at the dining room table, I was in, in the house by myself. I began to write to God about how I felt about me not having a mother now. And after that session, well, after I began finished writing, it it transferred from becoming from being a hate letter, and the latter part of the letter became a poem. And it went from being angry to being a poem of thanksgiving, thanking him for the years that I did have with my mother, the happy memories that we sh that I would always have of her. And most importantly, the gift of salvation, which would enable me to see her once again in glory. So that's how I got started as writing poetry as a means of ministry. Great. What a, what a wonderful story. I'm glad that you, um, uh, I mean, I'm <laughs> glad that you, you turned it around yes, uh, into the yes. positive. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, we know that um, how we know where Jenny started, right? Share with us what it was like. How um, what was your what? How, how did you really feel? I mean, I know you were angry, and you turned it around, and and, and you um, you know you got saved and, and became a Christian and all of that. But tell tell me how you you know sometimes it's good to express how you feel. I, I want to know how you how you felt. I mean, together with the anger, what what was. You know. Oh, what's it, the, the poetry is just a release of my feelings. And after that, it was, I've always been like a state of worship, um, a, a state of thanksgiving. It has been a way to release just most, mostly now, just gratitude to God and for what he's done. I, I don't write hate letters anymore. <laughs> I don't um, have mean poetry. All of my poetry brings glory to God. And um, that is how my ministry started. Um, as far as going outside of myself to publicly begin to minister to others. That came over a little over a decade ago. Um, my sister Sandra called me one afternoon, Saturday afternoon when I was on my cleaning mindset and I was cleaning out the basement. And I was determined I am gonna get this basement cleaned out today. And she called me and I was like, I'm not gonna answer that call. I am not gonna answer that call. I'm gonna keep, I'm flowing along. And she called again. And I said, Sandra, why are you calling me on Saturday? You know I'm on our cleaning mode. And she had an urgency in her voice. And she said, you have to get this out. You have to get this out. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You have to get this out. Because I would share my poems with her. And so she said that I had to get this out. I had to get it out. And I had to get it out soon. What she was not telling me is, um, was that she was diagnosed with um, terminal cancer. And she wanted to see me fulfill her dream, I guess at that time of getting published, um, putting my poetry together and publishing a, po a book of poetry, which I did. And 
we've had a great launch party, a great book signing um, party, but she was unable to attend. She was still living, but she was, um, wasn't strong enough to come out to the event. But we brought the party back to her home um, and she was on hospice. And so I felt good that I was able to put that first book out and that she lived to see the fulfillment of that. And from then, from then on, that book was now published and I began to sell it and people began to read it and they began to invite me to come out and recite my poetry live. And that was over a decade ago that I started. Wow, what a powerful story, okay. So I know we have, I know you have some treats in store for us, but I need to, to find out a few more things about you before we allow you to probably give you the stage, okay? Sure. Right. I want to know. I wanted to share with us a little bit about your coaching business. Okay. Well, everything I do really. I am a certified professional life coach. I am also a certified Christian life coach. So I have both of those, um, but I purposely focus on the Christian life coaching and teaching others how to move forward once they've, for whatever things they are stuck in. Um, mostly in ministry, people are going through hurt, they are going through pain, they are going through grief. Um, and I guess because my poetry was birthed out of the grief of the passing of loved ones, I seem to get those those type of clients and they get stuck and they can't move forward in life, but life goes on. And so that's where I, my um, coaching ministry mostly focuses on. Great. Wow. But I can okay. coach on anything. That's just the type of people that normally come towards me. Okay. Right. So you have, you have your, I mean, I mean, you have your base. Right, your base is mean, yeah. as many uh, like a like Christian, like churches and stuff. Okay. Yes, yes. But what when are some of your speaking topics? What, what, what are some of your speaking? Yes, Go my ahead. speaking topics can be. My main speaking topic is the power of your spoken words, and how that our words are life forces, and what we speak about, whether positive or negative, we are sending it out into the atmosphere. We are sending it out into the universe. And you know what's on somebody's mind by whether, you know how we, if we're in a community of people, some people just, it's, it's just a negativity all the time, all the time. And what they don't realize is the more they keep speaking forth that negativity, the more negativity keeps coming their way. And so I teach people about the power of the spoken word and how to choose their words wisely. And the Bible has many of scriptures on this. Um, secular coaches share the same thing. They don't quote the scripture. Scripture. They don't tell you a scripture, but they use the same the same principle. Yes, I always tell people that you know um, words are so powerful. Um, if, if you if you're a Bible based if you're a Bible based Christian, the very first book in the Bible, right? We see where how God created the world, right? Yes. He spoke things into being. So I always said, just be careful. You know, sometimes people get offended when you, when you try to tell them. So just turn those words around. Not they're saying something wrong, you know, but, it, but it, there's power in words. And you have to be is. careful how you say things. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I believe. And right there, if you don't mind, Cheryl, if you don't mind, since we brought that topic up, 
I would actually like to read a poem that I wrote about just that topic, if that's okay, okay. to do that right now. Sure, sure. You sure? Yeah, sure, sure. Because it's right there. This poem is entitled Your Words, and I'm going to read it and not recite it. There's a difference, and we can talk about that later. Your words. Do you use your words to defame, spread hate, cast blame, call people out of their name? Do you not know, have you not heard that death or life are in the breath of your words? It's time to stop all the cursing and start rehearsing as you learn to speak forth praise Take the time to encourage someone else, empower them and elevate. Have you listened to your words lately? Do they find fault or do they celebrate? Try calling things that be not as though they were. Look beyond what you can see and decree what you prefer. People will testify to the words you have said. So leave an impact of hope instead of one they'll dread. Words created our world. They carry power to manifest things. So with God's authority, use that ability to help set captives free. Wow. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And that is so true. That is, I mean, that is wisdom. I mean, truth and wisdom. Yes. You know, I was um um reminiscing, you know, I, I know you're coming on tonight and I know that you're you're um a poet and, and you write poetry and that kind of thing. And I was thinking about about my school days back in the days of, of um primary school when um it was the norm to be given a poem to learn every single week. And every Friday, right after lunch, every student had to stand in front of the class and recite that poem. Mm -hmm. And there were, there were points going towards your, your, your grade from, from reciting those poems. And I mean, everything went into those poems. It was, it was just not just saying words. You had to clasp your hands, you had to stand mm -hmm. straight, shoulders back, head up. And you had to articulate, you know, like whatever um, that poem by poet Gail Moss. And we, it was uh, all the annunciations, I mean, had to be in order. And, you know, um, I think that that helped groom us, help us with, with our grammar, our articulation, and everything else um, that's happening in the world. And I know that poetry seemed to have gone into like almost like, you know, it turned into like rap, and, which I've got no wrong with, but it changed a little bit. Yes. And to me, the only poet I knew who was prolific and well-known all over the world was Maya Angelou. Yes. Lady yes. Maya Angelou. Fabulous woman. And then, of course, I met you, <laughs> and we, we, we spoke about it, and of course, I'm excited to do with somebody who speaks the word in that, in that way. Mm -hmm. And then there was this beautiful little young lady, oh, um, Jill Biden, um, our, oh, first yes. lady, our first lady, a president of, of the United States, not my first lady, your first lady, um, <laughs> discovered, discovered, you know, and she recited at that inauguration, the youngest poet ever. And then, of course, she got a stint at the Super Bowl. Who says poetry at the Super Bowl? 
I right? know. And oh. I think that is now going to bring poetry and that kind of articulation and stuff back into the folk, back into, into people's minds and memories. And yes. it's not going to become like a thing again. So right. I'm really very happy for that, you know, because I'm those excited. of us who have young children and grandchildren coming up, we need, um, they need to, 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 to do these kind of things, you know, because the rap artists, we have to be honest with it. They do not really articulate things we want our children to repeat most of the time. They don't. So <laughs> it, it's nice to have these kind of words and this kind of things happening again and coming back to the fore. So I'm very, very happy, Gail, that you, um, I think you're, you're, I, I know you have your niche um, with your churches and everything else. But I feel now I can see the poetic evangelist jumping out, <laughs> getting even bigger. Right, and even teaching young ones how to um, how to recite. Yes, how to, we support yes. recitation. How mm -hmm. to do a recitation? How to stand and articulate that kind of? How to put? It's it's almost like us as speakers when we are taught how to articulate a story. We are let's say we go back to po to, to poetry, right? Where we where we where we put the story in a, in a, in an order and we put emotion into our words. We do just we do just repeat words. So this is beautiful. I am very happy that you're doing this. Thank you know, you. and um, I want to give you the floor again to do oh, okay. some more of your fabulous poetry for us. Great. All righty. Well, ladies, I hope you're having a good time this evening, and thank you so much for joining us. Um, I just read the poem "Your Words," which is one of the poems in my book, "Air Royal." Where we go? There we go. A poetry collection. I would now like to recite a poem that was written to be spoken. And I hope you enjoy it. This one is called A Prince Like No Other. There is a prince that existed before our time began. Listen closely so that you truly understand that more than anything else in this world you'll ever need is to be in a relationship with him. And once you've embraced his love, you'll freely give him all the devotion and worship he's due. So come, my sisters, come, dear mothers, daughters, and girlfriends. Let me introduce his majesty to you. The history book of our faith tells of his splendor, his everlasting love, his compassion and favor. Chivalry is not dead, and this is no fable. He desires you. And whatever you're in need of, he can supply, for truly he is able. He has already sacrificed. He has already given the depth of his love for you. He has already proven. He knew you before you knew you. Even while you were being consumed in your mother's womb. And he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. 
It doesn't matter your size, your situation or status. It doesn't matter your color, your career or who your dad is. It doesn't matter your health, your debt or wealth or previous bad relationships. He loves you. He loves you. So don't be concerned whether others think you're beautiful, popular, or great. This prince knows your worth. Come now, make haste. You don't have to be defeated by a world that's unkind. This prince brings victory and transformation of the mind. Experience a love that is truly real. Give him your whole heart, for it he can heal. He longs for you with outstretched arms. He seeks you now. Where you come? He is the bridegroom, and he wants to share his life with you. I beseech you, beloveds, please say, Hear ye, hear ye, receive the king's first and only begotten son. Eternal is his reign, sovereign is his kingdom. And on his robe and on his thigh, it is written, king of kings, lord of lords. He is a prince like no other. He is the true one and we worship his majesty. God bless, thank you. Wow. <laughs> Which is the four of us applaud you. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. This is so refreshing, you know, this is refreshing. This is beautiful. Good food for your soul. Good yes. food for encouragement. I yes. really, 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 yes. Right. Somebody's asking some question there. I'll, oh, I'll read that yes. question afterwards, yeah. All right, so I can't read. I can't read those questions now. I, I'm not wearing my glasses, so we do that afterwards. Okay. Okay. So again, expand. Let me. Let, I want to know about your, the other things that you do, uh, because I know that you do have an e-commerce site. Mm -hmm. I don't know how wide you're. Uh, um, how how wide you're opening that up? It would it be an international um, thing? I know my books are going to be there. Yes, yes. Right? On, yes. Your, on, your, on your site. Yes. I yes. want to know if there, if there are other ladies listening to us here tonight who um will be doing like ebooks and stuff. If they your um e-commerce site will be available for them to sell their books at. So talk to us about the other um, parts of their business. Sure. My e-commerce business is called Air Royal Enterprises. And we got started last year, but COVID kind of, you know, slowed things down, but we're revving back up this year. And basically we want to focus on digital products to help put more money back into the pockets of authors and artists. Because of course, Amazon does this, but if you ask any author on Amazon, you know that they get pennies, pennies, for their ebooks and even on um, platforms like spotify they've given they give their um artists fractions of cents so you don't make the money um that you would make if you came with us so if you are an author or an artist and would like to include your digital products um on my site please dm me here on facebook 
you can visit uh, my Facebook page, Air Royal Enterprises, and we will get you started. Air Royal, H-E-I-R, Royal. Oh, yes, let me say that. Air, H-E-I-R. Yes, as in the air to the Royal throne. The R-O-Y-A-L-E, right? Royal, R-O-Y-A-L. L, okay, there's no E, I'm right? Sorry, okay. yes. I'll, I'll, put that, I'll put that link in, um, on the page yeah. after so later to know how to contact you and how to how to um, reach out to you. And, and especially, uh, ladies, if you already have a product that's ready to go, an EPUB format or PDF format, we're getting ready to um, preparing for Women's History Month. So if you want to have yours included in that promotion, please contact me as soon as possible. Good. And I'll share the link at the end of this. Now, I know today I saw a big announcement. Tell us about that. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have an anthology that is coming out, Women's History Month, and it is with three other women. The title of the book is Women of Faith, Resilient Through Struggles, Triumphant Over Trials. And it is with the lovely Maureen Morgan, Arlene McGuire, and Cynthia Sherrill, and myself. And it is a full color anthology that's also an audiobook. It's interactive, meaning that there are scans on the pages under each author. And when you scan the code with your mobile phone, you will hear us reading the poem to you. So you can pre-order that today. It is on Air Royal and it's on the link on the Air Royal Facebook page as well. Fabulous. Yeah, do you have um 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 aspiring authors to write books? I used you to do, do that a, as well. Before the lockdown, I used to do a lot of um, writing workshops. I will always get asked to do the poetry segment of that. Okay. And so I have self-published a lot of first, I helped a lot of first time poets self-publish their first book. And that, that came out of once my poem, once my book was published, I didn't, I didn't advertise it. People would just find me and says, I have, I want to get my poetry out. So I, I always say it's a business God gave me because I didn't say I'm going to now become a publisher. Um, but for the last decade, I became a publisher. Um, once I started my, um, start publishing my own work, people will always come up to me after events and I help them get their, their books out, poetry books specifically. Yes. Yes, so is that so safe I to do. say a part of your business? Is that a part so, of your business that you're willing to to? Is that a part of your business you're willing to um? Because there are lots of um, um folks I know of who would like to write um these books, who would like to have at least some ebooks um and have a platform to for for, for um for people to purchase purchase these books. Yes, um, I want to say specifically because it is time consuming with everything else that's going on. I specifically do poetry books. I specifically okay. do poetry books. <laughs> I keep everything okay, in that line. There, there are other, and I I refer people elsewhere if they have like novels or, or things like that, but people who are, because our poets need more attention. And so I try to give all my attention to the poets. I put my, my heart and, and, and soul into really helping the poets develop their platform and become poetpreneurs and show them how to, you know, diversify their gift into making 
income in the marketplace. Wonderful, wonderful. Gail, you have any other nice little poem to give us before we close off tonight? Anything else? I still love your voice. I just love what you know what I'm hearing tonight. I I, I mean I don't get to sit in my house and in my little space and, and hear poetry, you know. I would like <laughs> I have to rewind. <laughs> I have a couple of short ones I want to share with the ladies because um this is Black History Month, but I also want to share my anniversary was on Sunday, uh, which was Valentine's Day. And so we are still in the month, that month. And I wanted to share a couple of love poems to the ladies tonight. And I dedicate these to all the ladies who are listening live now and on the replay. So the first Thank one so is much. called So Loved. You are so loved from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You are so loved, every strand of your hair and every heartbeat. You are so loved, your eyes, your nose, your ears, your cheeks. You are so loved, your smile, your laugh, your voice when you speak. Every part of you God knows and designed you just so. You are unique like no one else, a prized possession for himself. You are the apple of his eye. Surely you realize you are so loved. Wonderful. Thank you. And the second one I would like to share and dedicate to all ladies who are listening and on the replay, The Father's Love. The word so is an adverb that means to such a great extent. We see this word in John 3.16 and that is just what the Father meant. God so loves you and I. Love, such a powerful word. When spoken, it should come from the heart. Otherwise, our lips should not part to deceive someone to believe that we care for them deeply if we do not. I love you. A trilogy of words spoken by a mother to her newborn a father to his son, a young husband to his wife, these words speak life. God opened the windows of heaven, carrying his heart on his sleeve. He let the world know, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Yet in a world that includes you and I, God gave his beloved son to die. He sacrificed his only begotten for a world that is sin rotten. But why? We're nothing made from the dust. We had no life until God breathed it into us. He is love to the core with his heartstrings roar. He laid it all on the line. So that in due times, in spite of ourselves, we could discover that we would never, ever 
experience anything greater. Eternity's record will recall that the greatest love of all was written in John 3.16. God so loved. And that, my friends, is a beautiful thing. Of course, of course. Thank you so much, Dave. I truly, truly, truly enjoyed this session. This was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. You know, we chat all the time. You've never read me poems. <laughs> so I, I am sitting here and I'm very happy. I didn't have to pay to come to this show. <laughs> you know, and you've given this to me. I thank you for your willingness to come on here and, and, and share with us. You know, I'm, I am I'm grateful, you know, for you and all the other ladies who uh, nobody stumbled. Everybody just said yes. <laughs> and this is so, such a good thing. And we know when we take the time to sow into each other that, you know, it, it can only build each up, all of us up. You know, it's okay. going to help each woman help the other one. So um, I'm really grateful. Really, really grateful that um, that you've done this to me here for us here today. I keep saying me because I'm so selfish and because you know you're always talking to me alone, right? Okay, but to all of us here tonight, I'm sharing you in the community, yes. right? So uh, before we close off, how can persons reach out to you? you have a website? There's yes, a website. How, right. Okay. Can you share what our website is? I will still put it in the on the on the, on the page so they can they can reach out to you. But um, can you tell us how how they can reach out to you? Yes, my rep, excuse me. My website is just as Miss Cheryl has put on the screen here, thepoeticevangelist.com. Thepoeticevangelist.com. You can see um, a video. You'll um, be able to see what books I have out. I haven't put the new one up yet, but it will be there as well. You can contact me through the website as well. And if you have a testimony and enjoyed what you have heard, I would love for you to send me a comment, you can send me a comment through my website as well, thepoeticevangelist.com. Wonderful, wonderful. So I will put that link up so they can contact you, I'm sure. I mean, I, you know, I will have a testimony about tonight because <laughs> you really blessed me and I'm sure you bless um, those who are on live or some people who come on and they stay with us to the end. And of course, of course, those who will um, hear the replay, I'm seeing that there are five comments. So when we get off, you can see what was said. And um, ladies, please, get in touch with Gail. Let us show our appreciation for what she's done here for us tonight. Because you know, all of us have been home for the past year. Yes. Dying to get out to go to something safe. And here we are, we can sit in our house, look at our computer screens, our phone screens, and get this kind of blessing. So I am thankful, thankful, thankful. Gail Moss, thank you for being my friend. Thank you for sharing with me. And thank you for always being there with a listening ear. Thank God you so bless much. You. Thank yes. you, Cheryl. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Guys. So bye, everybody. I'm going to end Good the stream night. now. <laughs> bye. Good night. Okay. Take care. Okay, we are live. Yes, it says we are live. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'll tell you something before we start. Daylight saving times always mess me up. I think it's gone back to whatever time is. So, what I'm thinking, I have time, I have no time. 
and I have something very important coming up on Friday night, and uh, um, I'm doing um, the Black and Confidential Women's Conference, and my recording is on Friday night. So wow. I have to be on my game with that timing. <laughs> they yes. won't let me in if I'm not on time, so I have to be really very careful. Mm -hmm. So having said that, yes, yes, yes. I want to welcome all of the ladies who will join us live tonight and those who will catch the replay. And tonight we have the pleasure of having the beautiful Justina N. Travis Porch. You have to tell me all that, what all that means, right? With us, right? <laughs> Justina is a number one Amazon best-selling author of the book Mindset to Manifest Your Soulful Business. A business mindset and strategy coach for multi-passionate mompreneurs, coaches, and creatives. Christian mindset coach, trainer, and an internationally published and awarded makeup artist. I was recently published in Harper's Bazaar magazine. Wow. Go, Justina. And she's the creator of Soulful Business Alignment Blueprint. A Soulful Alignment Blueprint has helped many of her clients build a mindset, clarity, and visibility needed to launch their business online coaching programs, and triple their sales and get their retail products into local stores to become number one bestsellers and sign 30K or 130K contracts. I need some of that, Justina. Justina is a Jesus lover. Love that, like myself. Army veteran spouse, homeschooling mom, basketball mom, vocalist at a church, and a Savannah Sunshine, girl of the strip club ministries. Ooh. So she's all that and then some, okay? So Thank Justina, you. welcome to the platform to the women in mind. I am so happy that you said yes to come here and share with us. Thank you so much for joining. I'm thinking on the timeline probably messed some people up, but I, I made sure I sent out to everybody. But inside yeah. the group, they will all see it. It will, all, it will be right be there, be there for everybody to come back and have a look, right? So that's the good thing about having groups. That is that it stays within and all the members get to see and hear. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so, so much for having me and inviting me. I appreciate it. I am so happy you said yes. And I'm very <laughs> pleased to have you here. And uh, you know, this lady has one of, I, to me, to my mind, one of the most soothing, beautiful voices. Every time I hear her speak, <laughs> she sounds, I don't know, like, like, almost like, like she's singing to me. That's how her voice sounds to me. And I think that's what attracted me to her in the first place. And we met in a group some time ago, a couple of years ago, on one of those, um, mm. when, when Facebook lives decided to get very popular, so we met inside of one of those groups. And I thought to myself, wow, she has a very beautiful, very soothing voice. Oh, and I love it. Thank you so much. Yes, you do, you do, you do. Yes? I appreciate so, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right off the bat, I want to ask you, explain your title for us you know this whole business mindset and strategy coach for multi-purpose companies tell us about you about you know your why how you got into it and everything else yes wow yes the title that is something I've struggled with when I first started this coaching business. It's like, what am I going to call myself? What kind of coach am I going to be? You know, and, you know, we're taught you can't just be a life coach. You can't just be a business coach because you got to, you know, got to niche down and all that stuff. So for me, the soul brand alignment, just that soulful piece of what I do is that I'm branding. I'm sorry, I'm fusing the 
energy psychology work with business strategy. So I really do feel like mindset is almost that almost everything, right? It is. <laughs> and so for me, when it comes to mindset, I look at mindset um, not just on a surface level, but really at the subconscious level, because I know that consciously we want everything. You know, we want our desires, we want to manifest the things we want in our life, all that stuff. We want it consciously, but somewhere. In the back of our mind, there's something saying, no, don't go. Don't do that. Don't step into that. Don't try that because we're trying to keep ourselves safe. Maybe there's some form of rejection or there's some form of, you know, trauma that we've dealt with in our past that is stopping us from like moving forward. So for me and my coaching business, I've never wanted to as a intuitive business coach, I never wanted to just be in a position where I'm giving someone strategy, 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 and just kind of like just pushing them to just take action, take action, take action without really looking at their mindset and looking at them from the inside of what's possibly, you know, interfering with them taking that action. So I love both. I can't have one without the other. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that because when I, but you know what I do, right? And I, I, I too, Talk always with the mindset. Because if you want to change your image, you want to change how you look, you want to change your, 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 your outer person, how you appear to people, first you have to have that sad mindset to understand why, how, and what has to be done in order to do that. So mindset, to me, is at the helm of every single thing. And I like that you deal with um, the deeper part of everything. Because, you know, um, we, we know, we know the, you and I, as Christian women, know the root of that. You have to have that foundation. So yes. that's important. That's really, really important. Yes, so I, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I'm loving um, um, what you just said, and, and that will probably add some, um, help um, some women who might who be on here, who will come on and, at some point and listen, to understand that when they're creating their, their, um, their, their brands and their name, coaches tell you all kinds of stuff. I mean, we have to listen to them, but sometimes people have to go to your gut, especially yes. if you're a praying woman, so you know that people understand exactly who you are. Thank you so much, mm -hmm. Franchon Powell. She's on. She said her title. Yes. Hey, Franchon. Yes, she said your title. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. It does. It does. It does. Yes. Okay. And um, huh. before I get to that part, there's, there's a very, I mean, everything about your, what you do is interesting to me. But before I get to that little hot part I want to find all about. Let me ask you something about, um, I see that you were published in Harper's Bazaar magazine. Congratulations. That's a Thank big you. deal. Thank yes. you. Yes, I'm so excited about, about it. Wow. Yes. yes, this, I think that this story is going to be really great because sometimes we can, you know, we go into business and we think we have to be like independent and we have to focus so much on what we have going on and we don't take time to support other people, right? So when I first started my makeup business about 10 years ago, I had somewhat of, a, somewhat of a unique situation going on where I was securing my own clients. I was also a part of an agency. I represent represented like two, three different brands, but it all fell under, you know, my business. But I represented other brands. So and I didn't think that was cutting me out when I showed up for those brands. I didn't wear my branded logo. I wasn't trying to slip my business cards to other people or anything like that. When I show up to represent another brand, I'm there for them, right? 
So through all that support, loyalty, all of that, there's a young lady in my, in Savannah who used to have, um, well, it's still functioning beauty agency and it's, her name is Dollface by Jules. So when that opportunity came up, she thought of me and she called me and asked me, Justina, do you want to do this shoot for Harper's Bazaar? And I was just like, uh, yeah. Thank you so much. So through my, I will say this, through my loyalty, through my um, commitment and willingness to go and represent other brands, that was something that she, she felt she could trust me and send me on that job. And yes, I had the opportunity to work with um, an award-winning photographer out of Atlanta we did a shoot for Mashama Bailey. She is a celebrity chef. And okay. it was just beautiful to be able to do her hair and her makeup. And she was featured in um, an article in Harper's Bazaar magazine. So that's how I got that opportunity. And it's it's just such a blessing. It's something I have wanted to do for a long time. So finally got that achievement. And I'm so excited about it. <laughs> that's Fabulous. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so tell me about your strip club ministries. Savannah Sunshine Girl of the Strip Club Ministry. Yes, this is I'm gonna tell you about it, and it's it's fairly deep. It kind of goes back to the question you asked me from the beginning, like my why, like why I do what I do. And it's because I believe purpose is within every single one of us. And I think that our purpose is so huge. It's meant for us to create impact and to help other people transform and whatever, you know, to have a transformation, to have an experience, no matter what your niche is, no matter what your business is, your or your career, right? Not every one of us is trying to be in business, but our purpose is rooted in our gifts and our talents. And I do not believe that Any woman is purposed to the sex industry. Okay. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I was that girl when I was in college. I was actually a topless dancer and I was in that industry. And I was drawn to that industry because I was young. I needed to take care of my daughter. I was trying to make quick, fast money. I was trying to be independent and do things on my own. Okay. So God pulled me out of that industry, allowed me to be able to step into my true calling and purpose, right? Not the, not that industry, sex entertainment industry, I should say. Um, so when I left that industry and I was able to pursue the makeup, pursue the coaching, like just got it so good with all the things I've been able to do. Um, but I found out about a ministry called the strip club ministry. <laughs> And this particular sect is called Sunshine Girls, which I absolutely love. But there's so many different strip club ministries all over the world, or I should say all over the country. I know about in the United States. And by the grace of God, I was just kind of linked up with this ministry through my church. And it was in my heart to be able to go back and serve in those places because I know that those women they are looking for their purpose. That is not necessarily the thing they want to do for the rest of their lives. And even if they're not thinking about their future because they're so caught up in the money right now, they're not realizing that you're not going to be able to do this forever <laughs> because, you know, you, there's some aspect of life that can pop up and snatch you right out of there. And then you don't have a plan and you don't have anything to fall back on. Right. Yeah. 
So I absolutely love that ministry. We don't go in there trying to make anyone feel bad, telling them they're wrong. We don't do any condemning. We go in there to love on those women. We go in there to pray with the women. We feed them. We'll help fix their hair, do their makeup, all the kind of stuff, right? But when it's time to have those deeper conversations, we're going to be the people that they trust. If they have that inkling of wanting to leave that industry and they need help and they need support, we are right there to help them do that as well. So I will say due to, um, you know, coronavirus, I have slowed down from the ministry, but the ministry has not has not stopped. I'll say that it's kind of slowed down a little bit, but we're getting back into it. So, yeah, that's my little piece about the Savannah Sunshine Girls. It's a beautiful ministry. I absolutely love it. That's deep. You know what I get from that is that um, we know what the Bible, um, um, what the Bible says, right? And we know as Christian women how we are supposed to behave, and that our bodies are temples, right? It is yes. so good that you all are not judgmental, because you know I think in the Christian world there's too much judging. You know, I, I don't know how we're going to reach uh, others. How we're going to how we're going to become fishes of men if we judge everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we need to walk into those murky waters and I think that is that to me there is a ble- that blessed me um, we don't have that in Trinidad, we don't have a strip club ministry in Trinidad, maybe I don't know, maybe privately but it's not out there But um, we're we are a little island but I guess this is something that I, um, I, I really um, applaud, I really think it is something that um, good for you all, really yes. really good at your church right. and, 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 and everybody in your circle felt the need to go in and help those other women. Yes. And I just want to give a shout out to Heidi Lutman because she's the one that just keeps that ministry going. Uh, we did have a loss. One of the ladies that was over the ministry, she did pass from cancer. So um, we'll just keep, you know, her family and our prayers and all of that. But she was so integral to the ministry here in Savannah as well. So Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. That bless my heart, my dear. Because I know that I yeah. judgmental people. I always say, if God was to do what we do sometimes with us, or everybody's condemned. We need to be careful. So that there is a blessing for me. Yes. Nice. Lovely, 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 lovely. <laughs> so, okay. I see here that you have, um, you're the creator of the Soulful Business Alignment Print. Mm-hmm. Is that like a document? A blueprint to me means like a drawing, a mapped out something, something you sell to the clients, something you, something you share with others. Tell me, tell us a little bit about it. Yes, that blueprint. It is like a five step um, blueprint, just steps that I take women through when they're wanting to start out in business, whether they've started their businesses and they're still like a little bit. Um, I guess unclear, we can go back to the blueprint and say, okay, do you have this in place? Do you have this in place? And it really starts with um, ideal client clarity, right? Who is your target audience? Who is the person that's going to benefit the most from the solution that you have, that you have the solution that you want to provide? So ideal client, um, also getting super clear on what is that solution that you provide? Because sometimes we want to provide 10 different solutions. We're like, I can do it all. And I'm like, that's great. But what is the thing that you want to lead with? What is it that you really want to lead with? So there is visibility mindset. And I know that that some another lady was like, that's kind of what is visibility mindset? I don't really know what that is. 
And it is your capacity for being seen, right? The mindset that you carry when you are going to reach out to bigger platforms, when you are going to pitch yourself. Do you have a mindset seeing yourself as a leader? Are you confident in being seen? Are you confident in speaking your message? So the visibility mindset and strategy piece is another part of that blueprint. Then we have soulful content creation because I absolutely believe that content drives our business, especially if you are building a business online. Content is king, it is everything. And you want to create content that is gonna resonate with your ideal clients, content that is a mixture of testimonials, overcoming objections, storytelling, you know, brand awareness, those type of things. You want to make sure that you have the core pillars of content for your business. So I'm very heavy on um, helping my ideal clients, which are um, mompreneur coaches and creatives, helping them to get really clear on their con their their brand content and then the other part of that blueprint is launching um with success like your clarity around your launch what is your ideal client pathway where do you take people in order how do you lead people down the pathway to convert <laughs> you know that word we talk about the conversions so i absolutely love launch strategy i will teach um like a challenge model for a launch strategy, which is really just a intimate experience that you can take your idle clients through. And I like to call it a challenge, which you can call it whatever you want, because we'll dive deep into your business to see what makes sense for your business. But a challenge model is something that really creates an intimate experience for your audience, them to walk through, understand who you are, the solutions you provide, and help have, helping them to get a win so that they see and connect back to your services. So that really is what that um, soulful business blueprint is all about. And within each one of those steps, there's an aspect of mindset that we're always tapping back into and assuring that your mindset is in alignment, you are confident, you are excited, you are just blown away. And um, something I asked the ladies in my group just this week, I said, are you excited about your own program? Have you gone through your, your program and got reignited by the thing that you know that you sell? You know, because sometimes we can be selling something we don't believe in it. So that's another thing too, increasing that belief in yourself and the programs and services that you provide. So that really is what the um, Soulful Business Alignment Blueprint is all about. <laughs> wow. See, another, I um, just want to say welcome to ladies who are joining us. We have, I see some, some ladies dropping in. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know, I, um, just, you know, what you just said there um, so resonates with me. Being in business for so many years. I've been in, been in business for like about 30 years. And I'm, I'll tell you something. I was, I, I mean, before the word entrepreneur was like a big deal, I was an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many times I've bumped into corners and walls. Because you think you know what you're doing. There was nobody to help. And then when you did find somebody to help, sometimes they just want to tell you what they think you should do. So I think that what you are doing there, by, by digging deep in, into what's happening in their business and what, what aligns with them, what resonates with them, because everybody, and when you're called to do something, you are called to do something. Yes. What you are called to do, I'm not called to do. You are called to do your thing. So I could never be Justina. Justina can never be Cheryl, right? So I, I really, and that there is, Worth 
a lot. It is a beautiful thing that you're doing there. And I love the fact that your programs um, bring in money, like 30K and 130K contracts. I mean, that is what at the end of the day, right, we are in business to make money. Because I always say, if you don't have money, you can't help anybody. Mm -hmm. We are all called to serve, right? Yes. And we are called to share and give. If we have nothing, we can't give anything. That's so making right. money in business as women, I think, is key. That is important. It's a big deal to me. Yes, your like cup has money. to be. I know. I don't <laughs> like to deal with those who don't, who don't feel they need to make money. I need to make money. Because if mm -hmm. I need to do this, I need to go out there and help others. I need to make money. So I really, really love that. Yes, your I cup has to be full in order for you to pour, you know, pour back into other people. So, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Money's a good thing. The Bible said money answers all things. I mean, I mean, I didn't write that, you know what I mean? Hey, so, God wrote yeah, that so one. People need, yeah, people need to change their mindset around that money thing, that money thing. So, I just love, really, really, really love what you do. And Justina is a Jesus lover. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Yes. Because, you know, I always tell people that the foundation you stand on when everything else is falling apart, when COVID mm -hmm. hit the world, <laughs> when jobs go down, when you can't open your business, if you don't mm -hmm. have a solid foundation, you have nothing. So that exactly. there is important. That there is important. Every single mm -hmm. module that we go through, um, whether we're talking yes, about visibility yes, yes. or we're talking about money, it is definitely, we're looking at it through the lens of the Bible and what God says about it. Because oftentimes we can be, when I look at it sometimes, it's like you go to church and you may get a word through people who have misinterpreted the word, right? <laughs> so yeah. we have these things where it's, oh, we're supposed to be, um, it's, it looks better when we're poor or when I'm struggling, that means that I truly love God and that I'm I'm this servant of the Lord when I'm going through a struggle and I'm like, oh no, I release that, right? I reject that with every single ounce of my body. I'm like, no, thank you. You can be, you can be walking in abundance, right? And you can be Say that rich Say that and a again. woman of God. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, there's yep, so many yep. negative things we have in our mind around those that do have money and that those that are quote unquote, what we say rich, but some of those terms are just so relevant. I think every single yeah. one of the women here listening to this, when you have God in your life and you are truly following him and taking his lead, you are rich. You're rich with abundance, rich with wisdom, rich with the That's wealth right, because it belongs baby, yeah. to our father, right? We just have to learn how to tap into it, to receive it, to welcome it, right? Oftentimes we don't even know how to receive the blessing. So, girl, you're about to have me preaching. Let me let me zip it up over here and let you keep going. No, no, no that's good. <laughs> let me tell you something. I always tell whenever I'm doing like talks and on 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 workshops, I always tell um the women who I deal with, right, that once you believe, if you don't believe, that's a different story. But if you believe that there's a God, yeah, you don't have to be you don't have to be all into the church and stuff. You can be what once you believe, you have to understand you were born wealthy. All yes. of us were born wealthy. Because if we believe that our father who created the heavens and he own everything, then we are born rich. What happens mm. as we begin to grow? We lose that sense of who we are. Mm. And we begin to fight up with the world system and get lost. So that's a yes. whole story by itself. 
we can we can do a whole session on that on that topic. Yes. You know? That's Christ and Professor Rex has said that is nonsense. That is misinterpretation, and it is very very wrong. So I like that. Is I like you see that that's that's why we connect. You know, I, I said yes. there's, there's a real connection. That's why we connect because we have that same system of believing. We believe really in the abundant life. Mm-hmm. And it comes to everything, your health, your wealth, your love, your family, your children, your business, yes. your sharing, your caring. It is mm-hmm. every single thing. Should yes. permeate through every area of our lives. Yes, ma'am. Every mm-hmm. area of our life. Now, um, oh, this is so wonderful. Now I know that you want to do um, your special thing with us. Um, I want you to explain what it is first. So that um, others can believe, because like I always said, I am I am a um, a convert to like meditation and tapping and those things. I I, I didn't when I said I didn't believe in it. It just didn't make sense to me. Yes. Having grown up in the church and just feeling that okay, all you do is just pray, 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 you know. But um, mm-hmm. when I look back at my career, when I studied skin and the body, when I did my all of my uh, my, my 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 training, when mm-hmm. I think about the tapping. Really, it is what we were taught about what the body reacts to certain things, right? So why do we get away from it and go into different realms of all kinds of strange things? So explain to us, and I'm going to leave the floor open to you. I'm sitting here and I'm listening. Yes. Oh, goodness. I get excited. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, I get so excited. First, I want to say, if I'm going to share, but I do have um, a free training which is top five fears around mind, body, and soul work for Christian women in business. I literally, this is something that God placed on my heart to create because just like you said, we hear EFT tapping, we hear subconscious beliefs, we hear manifesting, we hear circuitry and thought and subatomic level. And you hear all these words and you're like, I didn't learn about that in church. I don't need that, (laughs) right? So. I created that training so that, you know, women can have a little more clarity around what it really means. So I'll say this, the the tools, I use an energy psychology tool within my business that works alongside that blueprint. (laughs) And what it does is it really helps women to get to the subconscious roots of their limiting beliefs. So it is a combination of circuitry, which at the subatomic level, we know that emotions, there's a book called Molecule, Molecules of Emotions, and emotions can actually, um, they rest in our cells, right? And there's certain areas of our bodies where emotions are stored. I usually keep, look, I just so happen to have this chart sitting right here, right? It tells me all the body places where, or all the areas and organs where emotions are stored. So I love, um, how can I say being able to work with women of faith around this because we know that God has created our bodies. We know that God is a creator of the universe. We don't say the universe is doing X, Y, and Z. No, God is doing yeah. X, Y, and Z, right? So we don't have to right be, there. thank you. We don't have to be in opposition to mind, body, and soul work. We should actually be in agreement with it. Because anything science-based, God created the atoms. God is at the subatomic level, right? Of how these organs and all this stuff is operating. So I get excited when I get to do this work and I get excited when I get to do it through a biblical lens. 
There are people out there in the world that are taking the things of God, they're distorting it and they're doing it in their own their own, you, you know, their own yeah. rights or their own truth, so to speak. But we can redeem these tools and bring them back into our camp. So one of the tools, there's at least like three or four of them that that I've been training. But one of those tools is called EFT tapping. And I really like EFT tapping because it's like acupressure without the needles. So um, people like to call it, what do they call it? Oh, I can't remember the other word for it, but the pressure points where we can actually tap on those pressure points. And the kind of, the cool thing about it is that even my children, like my daughter, if she's feeling like my kids, if they're feeling upset or sad, they're going to do like this, mm. <laughs> you know, cross their little arms because they're upset. One of those points are right here. When we get to thinking or stress about something, we do like this. That's one of the points. If we feel stressed, we might do like this. We naturally do that. That's one of the points, right? So I think there's some things that we intuitively do that we don't realize that we can be intentional with it, right? So um, how can I, whoops, drop that. <laughs> Let's see, what, how would I use this if I was working with a client and let's say that there was fear around being seen. And I think that all of us, and I'm going to be a little vulnerable right here. I think that all of us deal with fear around being seen. Just depends on how big the, the platform is, right? <laughs> Some people are there to do a live stream like this. They'd be like hyperventilating, right? For me, it's giving a presentation to a university. That's the next thing that I'm, I'm, I'm stepping into. And I have the email. I know the contact. I just need to reach out. Why haven't I done it yet? Because there was a small whisper. I heard it. It said, you're not smart enough. You're not smart enough to give a presentation to university students, you know, and I have a whole master's degree, Cheryl. Come on now. So yeah, there's this yeah. fear around being seen. So I'm going to I'm going to start there. And if anybody wants to tap with us, I don't know how many people are watching or you're on the replay and you want to you want to tap with us, I'm going to invite you to do so. OK, so Alrighty. yes, think of a large platform that, you know, you have interest in being a part of getting access to walking in the room and seeing those contact people and you can just hand them your proposal or they're going to have you on the stage or have you on a radio station or whatever it is to present your gift, your talent. Maybe it is you are going to be interviewing for the dream job, whatever it is you, you're going to be seen. Okay. So think about that thing, hold it in your mind. And I want you to think of the fear on a level of one to 10. 10 being the highest amount of fear that you feel when you think about stepping into that room or taking action or taking the first step to make it happen. And zero being, girl, I'm about to go do that. I already did that yesterday. <laughs> so if the dream is something you did yesterday, pick a new one, okay? It needs to be something you aspire to. So I already know mine. I'm thinking of sending this email proposal Mm -mm -mm. I'm thinking about it <laughs> to this university and I can feel the butterflies in my stomach right now as I'm thinking about it. And when I think of the fear 
or even nervousness. We'll go with both, a little bit of fear and nervousness. Um, I will say my number is about a five. <laughs> okay, a six. We're just going to call it what it is. It's a six. So if you already know what your number is, you can go ahead and tap. You can type it inside the box so we know that you are participating with us. That'd be so awesome. And if even if you're on the replay, you can do that as well. So you have that number. You've written it down for yourself. The beautiful thing about this process is that you get to rate your feeling yourself. I don't tell anybody what they're feeling, how they're experiencing it. I don't do any of that. It's your own rating. Okay. So that's how we start with this process. We give ourselves a rating and then I'm just going to say a prayer before I get started on tapping. Okay. So Lord, I just thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to um, hold space for the women inside of this Facebook group. Um, I thank you so much for the tools that you have blessed us with. We ask that you would put it, that you would just anoint the tools that we are going to step into on today. I ask that you would remove any covering over content that the women in this program, I'm sorry, the women in this group, <laughs> that they are um, trying to access right now, any feelings or emotions and all that kind of stuff, allow them to be able to feel what you would have them to feel. Lord, we just ask that you would, um, just handle any spiritual warfare that's at play that wants to um, hold your beautiful daughters back from stepping into their calling, stepping into the purpose that you have for them. I just ask that you would touch me as a practitioner, that I would operate in your perfect objectivity and that I can um, hold space for every single woman under the sound of my voice. I ask that you would order our steps on tonight. Give me the words and the setup phrase and the reminder phrases and all that beautiful stuff that you would have me to speak. You place them in my mouth so that I can um, be a blessing to the women that are under my voice at this time. Lord, we just pray all of these things in your son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. All right. So I am going to start the tapping and you guys can just repeat after me. Um, even though I have this fear and this nervousness, when it comes to being seen on the platform that I desire, I deeply and truly, I know that you love me. You accept me and you forgive me anyways. Even though I have this fear and this nervousness, when it comes to being seen and accepted on the platforms that I desire, I deeply and truly I know that God loves me. He accepts me. And he forgives me anyways. Even though I have this fear and this nervousness when it comes to being seen and putting myself out there on this platform that I desire, 
I deeply and truly know. I know that God loves me. He accepts me. And he forgives me anyways. And now you can just follow me through the tapping points. I'm going to take my glasses off real quick. <laughs> so this fear. I feel it. It's like butterflies. Just twirling around in my stomach. This fear. And this nervousness. I want to be seen. I want to be visible. I want to co-partner with you and create transformation and impact with my gifts. But somehow, in some way, this fear just creeps up. It feels a little paralyzing at times. It makes me stop in my tracks. It makes me hesitate just a little bit. This fear and this nervousness. I'm so ready to release this fear and get over this nervousness. It's time for me to take action. It's time for me to take risks. The worst that can happen is that I get a no. It's one no. There's so many other opportunities so many other platforms. This is just one. I'm trusting you, God, to lead me on the path that you would have me to go. I'm trusting you to give me the words. I'm trusting you to give me the strategies. I'm trusting you to create the connections because in divine timing in your timing all that I desire in the area of visibility with the platforms that I desire it will come about and it will manifest. Okay, take a few deep breaths, everybody. And then you just wanna reassess your number when it comes to that fear and that nervousness. You can kind of like, re um 
how can you say reactivate that that memory that you had about going to that platform, reaching out to those people, um, writing that proposal, sending that email, stepping out, asking for the thing that you desire. And when you think about it, what level, you know, where do you rate that fear or that nervousness on a scale of one to 10? And I'll say mine has dropped to about a three. <laughs> so yes, that is um, a bit of the energy psychology work that I pair with each one of those stages of the um, soulful business alignment blueprint. And thank you for letting me share that with you all. That was wonderful. I, I've been practicing since I last session with you. I've been I've been practicing because I understand some of it because of my studies. Uh, it just kind of dissuaded from it because you know teachings like if you said at home and church they, they don't teach you things like that. So um, I really um, do appreciate this, Justina. This is this this is really beautiful, and I um, can't thank you enough. And just know I'll call you again. <laughs> I'm getting bold, like I'm, I'm telling everyone, I'm getting bold, like my coach, Lisa Nichols. I will call on you again, and you can call me if you want to. I'll be, I'll be, yes. I'll be telling you yes. Okay. Thank so, you. Yeah, you're welcome. How can these ladies get in touch with you? Yes, I know I have some um, of your, um, some of your, some of the connections, but let let, let me know. Tell somebody about the free um workshop and the different things you have available, and how they can get um, how they can get in touch with you. Yes, I will be sharing that link with you, Cheryl, um, for yeah. the um, top five fears around mind, body, soul work. I definitely think it's it's an amazing training. It gets into what new age really means. I had to sit down and ask myself, what is new age? You know, we're so afraid of it, but what is it? There are five components to new age that we should really know and be able to identify. So we're going and we're looking for mentors and we're wanting to take advantage of certain programs. We want to make sure that those things aren't embedded in there. So we want to be able to identify it. Um, so that'll be one way they can connect with me. Another way is my podcast. I have a podcast. It's available on Anchor, iTunes, Google Play. It is called Soulfully Aligned You, Mindset and Strategy for Mompreneur Coaches. For Mompreneur Coaches. So um, you can look for that podcast. That's another way to get, you know, more, you know, more insight, more information, all that beautiful stuff. And I do hope that, um, Cheryl, you'll be one of the amazing guests coming up on that podcast. What I like yes, to do yes. Yes, yes. is I don't like to prepare. I, if for anyone that wants to connect with me on that, you are a woman of faith. I do a series called Branded for His Glory. So if you are a Christian woman in business and you know that God is CEO of your business, I want to hear your story. It's just that simple. So Cheryl, we got to get together and make sure that we make that happen in the next week. I would love to have you on. I got you. You got me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And yeah, those are two ways that you can definitely connect with me. I'm on Instagram as soulfully aligned to you. So you can find me on there. Give me a follow, like, send me a message. Let me know you found me from, you know, Miss Cheryl's group and I'll definitely follow you back and connect with you. Right, great. But you'll send me all of the links and I will post them right below this, or right above this video. So they'll be able to yes. find it on the page, yes. Because I think that uh, as, as women in business, as women who are faith-based women, women who believe 
we really need. And I like the fact that you know you, you get to you, um you can be able to identify all those new age things. We need to we, we can't shun things. We need to be able to know to be able to identify it so we know what we can pull into. That is important. Yes, that's yes. important. So Justina, anything else you like to say before we leave? This is just simply fabulous. Well, I just want to say happy, isn't it Women's International Month or Women's Celebration Month or something going on here in March. So I just want to say um, happy Women's Month to everyone that's listening, that's here. I know that God is doing something amazing and beautiful in your lives. And I just want to continue to encourage you and to say, keep going. If there's anything I can do to support you, lift you up, something I can share um, I would love to do that. So I'm just so excited about what he's doing in the lives of women, women of faith, of his daughters. We are daughters of the king. So we have to celebrate each other. We have to. We have to. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again. And we will talk off offline. So you'll stay right there. You'll talk offline and definitely you have to come back and do some more with us. We see how that, how that will work. But you'll be yeah. scheduling all and I'll be happy to be a part of whatever you want me to be a part of. Yes. Thank you. You are my social line sister. Wow. Yes. Okay. All right. See you in a few minutes.